What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 284. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, storm surges, government stuff, race, U.S. basketball, UFC, SLC, cop shooting, pot talk, video games, big brother, emergency, plus a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. Uh, I, everything was almost canceled, so y'all are all lucky. This this motherfucker's still going on. I'll get to that eventually. First thing we'll get to is uh, if y'all really want to make sure this never gets canceled, we need patrons. We need a bunch of patrons enough that where if fucking emergencies happen, I could easily be like, you know what? It's cool because we got that Patreon money. Um, so if y'all would like to support, you go to patreon.com slash podcast mo. Uh, give a dollar more a month and uh, you'll get early access to all the episodes. Give enough like my mother, Hurricane Haynes, Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, it's your boy H2.com and Jackie Daytona. You can uh, be fucking awesome. Also have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast. Uh, if you are interested in merch. Um, so, yeah, we have this fucking crazy storm that happened this weekend. Knocked out all kinds of shit around here. Uh, knocked out my record player, two sound bars, two USB ports on my computer, uh, this external hard drive that houses every beat I've ever made, all the podcast stuff, and all of my rap music. All of it's on this, and it took it. I, that's a new one. I just got that today. This little, I thought the whole hard drive was gonna be taken out, but just this little adapter was. So I bought a new adapter. Came in a day, and luckily everything's here. Or else I wouldn't even have had our intro. So, uh. Can you get those like real expensive power strips that like guarantee all your product? I like a surge my- protector. Yeah, yeah. Um, you couldn't. Um, I'm just uh, I don't because I but I should for sure. Um, it's a lot of money. But you get still lose ones. your content though. I mean, you get your right. product back. Okay. Yeah, and that's new. That- um, but luckily the hard drive is safe. But in the computer, I took out two USB ports, so now I have none to spare. Like. If I lose another USB port, we're gonna have an issue because so I'm not gonna be able to have enough. I can't plug in all my shit. I need to. Um, and then my sound bar in my living room with my subwoofer and everything, you know, got taken out. And that was a big bummer. And then I was like, well, you know what? I have a backup sound bar in this room that I had connected to my record player. And then so I went and brought that to the living room. It was also fucked. Um, and then the record player was fucked, like I mentioned. And then my Blu ray player fucked the hdmi port the blu-ray player was connected into and my brand new tv does not work anymore um the long range mode on my antenna doesn't work only the short range mode now flip the switch it works long range mode doesn't work like shit got fucked up and uh our modem i didn't have internet for a couple days um and the internet guy came and was like that's a real old modem so we just got a newer modem um but i mean that was a fucking pain in the ass you know just dealing with all that shit especially because i called on sunday when it happened, it happened like Saturday night and then people were like, oh, well, um, we could schedule an appointment for tomorrow or you could just go into your the building and swap it out. And I go, oh, yeah, it's perfect. I'm an IT person. I can go and swap it out. You know, yeah. it's not a big deal for me. And then I go up there and they have a big sign. We are closed for COVID. No one's allowed in this building. Yeah. No, that. Oh, uh, yeah. I should have known that. about and so, Right. And so then I called back and bitch at some lady who then got you know, some higher ups to approve an emergency come out to my house. And so then I tell people at work, Hey, I got, I just yelled at some lady, so you I got to go home. You might know how to work a call center. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty good. I mean, she was good. You know, I was nice or whatever, but yeah. I, I knew how to be like, well, I mean, I called me. Yeah. I mean, then we would already have the scheduled. If the guy wouldn't have told me I could come in, you know, she was like, Oh, I see that. I see that. And I was like, I mean, so eventually uh, we were good and, um, uh, got internet. <laughs> the guy, um, I'm going to explain his race because it's, I feel like it's important for the story, but the internet guy that shows up, he's a Mexican guy, uh, fairly large gentleman, you know, and I see him coming down the road and he's parked like two houses down. So I kind of wave like, Hey, you know, it's this house. He pulls up and he has a big old snow cone and he's listening to some uh, Mexican stand-up comedian on his laptop. They have a little connect up there. Maybe it was through like a serious satellite. I don't really know, but it, was, it seemed like it was off his laptop to me. And, uh, I just, I had the modem because I thought we were trying to, I go, hey, I can just swap this out if you have another modem. And he goes, well, I have to do something to it. And I said, oh, okay. 
And he goes, I had to get one of these snow cones. They put all this Mexican shit on it. And I was like, oh, all right. And then he just sat there and ate a snow cone for it. And I was like, motherfucker, I got to get back to work. Like, let's go. I know like, exactly what you're talking about because uh, he installed some uh, internet a few weeks back. He's he, good. He's, he's laid back as fuck. Right. He didn't do anything wrong. I was just like, motherfucker. Like, I, they let me come home to do this and yeah. I got to get back to work. Like, that was my 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 thought process um but yeah we got that taken care of oh and then the biggest thing i got the most expensive thing um was our air conditioner it took about halfway through the day to even know it's an issue but halfway through the day kubi goes our air conditioner hasn't shut off and the outside unit is so like people have central heat and air y'all kind of understand this the outside unit was going on and off just fine like they sit in the cool cool on cool off always great but the fan wasn't kicking off. Like, even if you went on the thermostat and hit the fan off, fan wasn't going off. So you had to, like, manually unplug it, which is not a huge deal. Out of all the issues to have, it's the best issue to have out of an air conditioner, right? Like, you can do that. But we were like, well, we'll call the air conditioning people. And then they showed up. And it's totally my fault. The guy I could have swore said the board's $30 and then plus the cost of labor, right? And I was like, eh. So I mean, we paid whatever because we got to get our air conditioner yeah. fixed, you know? Um And then he says the price, and it was three thirty. But I would swear, I mean, <laughs> and I'm not being that. He wasn't. I'm not saying he purposely did it, but he just, the way he says, like, $30. I was like, $30? Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. Like, so it really caught me off guard when he was like, oh, it's $400 or whatever. And I was like, uh, what? And then he's like, it's $330. And I was like, okay. But it was the last one he had. We have this old ass fucking unit. It was the last board they had for these old units or some shit. So I was like, I understand how it's rare, but motherfucker. So anyway, that was my week, an expensive week where I have no fucking sound bars left in my house and all my TV and movies sound fucking weak as shit. And I'm like, God damn it. I need the bass. I won't even watch movies in your good shows anymore until I get a new sound bar. I don't have money, so we'll see when that is. So, um, oh, the last thing that it knocked out was my PS5 charging dock, that controller charging dock, not the PS5. Luckily, it was safe. You know, that's the only thing I come out was a PS5 was safe and my new TV for the most part safe, except that one fucking port, you know, so could have been worse, I guess. Yeah. Or may, may get some of them uh, surge protectors. I know I need to. When everyone, people were telling me I needed to get like some APCs, like backup batteries, you know, the shit where even if the electricity went off, it still runs for like an hour and you get those and that shit will never happen. And I'm like, yeah, it would be awesome. They're like a hundred dollars a piece. So it's like, well, how many would you need? I need one for this computer, probably one for my TV, PlayStation area. Um, so I could probably go with two. Maybe I have a bedroom. One at every station. Right. You know, plug all the important shit into it. Um, but then again, and now I'm like nervous about the next time it storms. Cause that's, but then again, it storms all the time and that shit doesn't happen. Right. Like it happens one time. And fucking it got after it. it the other day. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was nuts. Um, woke everybody up. Our dog, whenever it starts a storm, decides it, she, it, she wants to sleep in my pillows. She'll just go and fucking lay right up on my pillow, grabbing my head, and I'll like roll over. I'm like, God damn it. Fucking dog all my way. But she that's the only place she'll be when it's our fucking Our dog would be like that if he could get on her bed, but our bed like sets up to my waist. Right. And your dog doesn't seem like a jumper. No, nah, yeah, yeah, Max ain't a jumper. My God, I mean he is scared to death of Thunder, dude. Yeah. And he don't want to, he'll look at me and then he'll keep on going. He wants his mama. Yeah, he wants the wife, so. Yeah, Namiri definitely gets scared in storms. I mean, she's all right, but she she wants to be right next to you. Yeah, MJ, it don't even bother her. Ripper didn't, don't seem to bother him, but Max, boy, he just don't like storms. Um, all right, the thing I saw right before we started here um, in the political world, something I think is kind of a big problem. And it's a problem in general. Like, yes, I think it's a problem. It's also like when you just look at the – the people who are bitching about different shit, you know, party-wise, last president compared to this one. But it came out, I think it was today of our recording, that the White House says that they will be flagging content that they think is disinformation on Facebook and other social media sites and suggesting that uh, these websites are encouraging these websites to flag them as disinformation. So we're cool with the government this telling a private company what... I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I, there's something about all this I don't like. Like governments lie all the time, and so now they're gonna be like, no, no, company, you're gonna like we're gonna our government is turning into China, right, or any other country that gets to control their internet and tell people what they can and can't post. I don't know. I just it I seems hate like all it's that. going that way, but it seems like most of the media it seems to be left 
Well, like leaned in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, like all where 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 we're from, the local news stations and all that all seem to be. They throw keywords in. Oh, what, I would disagree. If you're gonna say local news is left, not. Well, no, like KLCO and K4, the those, stuff they post online. They're super conservative. I watch them all the time. The stuff know. they post online, I mean, they're like baiting these things. It, it seems to be left. Well, maybe that's their own. I mean, I watch the shows. They're so. I don't. I haven't watched the shows, but uh, right. I'll bring up some of the internet things I'm I'm talking about. Right. Uh, we just watch we, off the antenna, you know, like the local news at six or whatever. And there's just always like you plant stories that are so like. Uh, I don't know, and and then this uh, men are going into the women's bathroom, sort of thing. Like, there's always like scary, like be scared of trans stuff or whatever. And I'm like, it's weird. Or okay, well, uh, I think I got a specific. If I get it right, they uh, posted that the George Floyd statue was uh, vandalized or something, and it was like fucking hit by lightning. It was lightning and vandalized or something. They was trying to lean towards it like it was destroyed. Fucking lightning hit that motherfucker. To me, that's not liberal liberal leaning. To me, that's clickbait. There's okay. a difference. I mean, to me, to well, me, okay, clickbait's well, like educate me. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, to me, a clickbait's like a headline that's like, what do you mean? Like that you want to click it because those clicks get them paid from advertisers, right? But liberal to me would be like the brave hero George Floyd statue was vandalized by white nationalists. Like I think if they they kept do throw leaning, black in there a lot. I've right? noticed, and and I don't yeah, have when, a, when, when it's not needed, right? Well. You know, I'm a big fan of, I say black, you know, all the time or whatever. And I describe almost everyone's race when I tell a story. And I understand, like, people are like, that's all needed. But I'm like, I don't know if I'm imagining or we if, like, I grew up watching the first 48. You had to give descriptions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just, uh, I, I've, I really like TikTok. I think I mentioned this last week, but on TikTok, they have uh, a lot of, you see people like a lot of different viewpoints, you know, like you'll see a lot of black people that'll just come out and be like, I do not agree with like this narrative, you know, that, all black people have to agree with, you know, X, Y, or Z, you know, and I just think like, that's cool. People are finding their voice. Cause I do think, um, something I actually saw on TikTok. So I'm sure it's like, uh, biasing my thoughts here. Uh, someone was explaining how like the Democrats and Republicans, if you look at it, you know, they kind of switch, right? Like the Republicans were, were Abraham Lincoln's party and the Democrats were called the Dixiecrats cause they were super fucking racist. And then during Richard Nixon's term it more or less switched cause Nixon went after the Southern voters to combat the hippies and, you know, if you look a little bit of political history, that's kind of how like the parties became to be where they are. And um, but forever, the Republicans, at least what they would say from Lincoln to now is like your race shouldn't matter. You know, like now I'm not saying that the systems that are in place uh, go against that or that there are individuals in place that do racist shit. But in general, Republicans have always said like your race shouldn't matter as much, more or less. Also, some crazy conspiracy theory that uh, Abraham Lincoln's like a quarter black. And if you saw a real picture of him and there was like this thing that claims to be a real picture and I'm like, oh, fuck, Abraham Lincoln is black. Now, I don't know if that's photoshopped and it's just someone trying to make up some shit. But that was another thing I've come across lately. Um, but anyway, you look at that, boys and Democrats, that your race definitely matters, or at least liberals in today's world, right? Like, even though I grew up thinking like the liberal thought is like, we're all equal and like, you shouldn't care about people's skin color. We are at least currently in a world in which like your skin color is like the most important thing about you. And depending on what your skin color is, depends on what you're allowed to do, say, react to. I mean, like, it's crazy to like, we've come full circle back the other way Mm -hmm. where it's like, oh no, no, only people with these skin colors can do this and this and this. Stephen A. Smith found that out this week. Yeah, I don't I didn't see the thing, but it's apparently something with Otani, which I've talked about Otani with Powell every time he comes on here because I've been so fascinated with there's this Asian Babe Ruth and he's really fucking good and no one cares about baseball. Well, but yeah, Stephen A. Smith, Stephen did a. Smith come out and said the Otani guy, he goes, he's the figure of baseball and he has to have a translator. How are we supposed to follow this person? Can't even understand him top deal. Right. So he, I, I caught part of his apologies. Like I'm constantly advocating on the minorities on here, and you know he was he was eating a lot of crow. But if right. that had been a white person to say that, they'd been fired. Um, I think in today's society, not if it was uh, like Max. If it was one of their big time, like get paid a lot of money and they're a mouthpiece. Because Stephen A. Smith's whole thing is they pay him to make publicity like that. I mean that's part of his contracts. He makes headlines or crazy shit. Now. Um, he also called some shit this week about the Nigerian thing. Team USA lost their first two uh, games in the fucking play-in or whatever wow, the fuck it is. I know. And, uh, it's embarrassing. They lost to Nigeria. Now, something. Now I'm only aware of this mainly probably because uh, I like Malcolm Gladwell, who's an author and podcaster and whatever. And he looks in this like most star athletes are Nigerian or like a lot of like the quote unquote like black people we think of as like, oh, they're great. Like they're almost all Nigerian. Like 
through the slave trade or through whatever their country of origin is Nigeria, like the majority of them. And um, they're just like superb athletes compared to even other African countries or whatever. Right? Yeah, and so like athletes. Yeah. And so Nigeria has like five NBA players on their team, you know, or whatever. And there's going to be some argument that these international teams just care a lot fucking more. And these NBA players don't give a shit about um, an Olympic game, but well, it's just now some of the superstars come back and started playing in my opinion. Because there for years, it just seemed like the freshmen and sophomores were the only ones playing the Olympics. No, if you go and look at it, uh, it's always been stars. I mean, LeBron, Kobe. I mean, they always. It was the younger version. Like back when, like Jordan and all them, it was like every person on there was. The dream team was different. The dream team was they literally try to get the all star, all stars to like grow the NBA. But yeah, since the first two iterations. It seemed like they wanted to play for the Olympics back then. Nowadays, they don't want to. Well, there's also this whole thing of like you're not supposed to play more than two or three. Like, you don't it's not like a given rule but like Carmelo's played way too many and everyone makes fun of him and they say the only reason he does it because he can't win a championship and he can only win a gold medal in the Olympics and so you know if like you know there's there is some sort of like it, I think it should be for young guys myself you know I think Trey Young should be leading the Olympic team right now not Damian Lillard I don't know like why not get some young guys that are hungry like to me Kevin Durant don't give a fuck I mean he's great Kevin Durant's the best player in the world I would say uh but I mean, why would, I mean, why would what he be LeBron motivated? And all the other guys playing, or well, LeBron because he had his uh, Space Jam coming out. He had uh, you okay. know publicity for Space Jam, but he probably wouldn't have anyway. He's old as he's like thirty six years old. He's way too old to be playing the Olympics. Still out ball most of right, but I mean, I would if I just think if you earn it, you should be able to not play. I mean, there's America has the I top line required. I just seem like. we have the top ninety percent of the five hundred top players in the world. Like we should be able to win gold easily with. A lot of different rosters. I think That's Popovich I think. sucks. Maybe as an Olympic, like they have the roster construction doesn't make sense. They only have like one center on the whole team, and they'll in international plays all fucking centers. You know, because like, they have like good centers in other countries. So, um, I don't know. It's just not not been good on the NBA front. Um, but anyway, Stephen A. got some shit about Nigeria and how like now you can't pronounce their names. Like so, he did some shit too against a quote like a black country, you know, like a, a Nigerian country. He did the same thing he did to an age. So I do think that's kind of his thing. You know, I think he's trying to be somewhat offensive. Um, he's always been that way though. Right. Because he's making millions of dollars a year by, by being that, you know, I like Stephen A. Smith, but sometimes that motherfucker annoys me. I rarely up. see. I mean, I, I choose my, uh, who I like sports personality wise. Cause I enjoy, you know, all the sports personalities, but all people I just agree with. So like, I actually like Colin Cowherd. Because I, when I listen to him, even though he says some crazy shit, a lot of times I'm like, good point. I agree. I rarely hear Stephen A. And I'm like, good point. You know what I mean? Like, I rarely just agree with him. So um, I second that. <laughs> I rarely do. I dis- uh, rarely do I agree with and Stephen A. For at least for NBA sucks. That's normally what I care about more. He's always like, and I talked to so-and-so in their camp. And then Kevin Durant or someone come be like, no, you didn't. Because no one in my camp is fucking like, you're making up bullshit. Like. And then when you when you hear that, you're like, well, if he's just making shit up on TV all day, like that's makes me like him even less, yeah. you know. So um, anyway, speaking of sports, do you see the McGregor um, fight? Where I didn't is, see the fight, but I seen many, you know, many pictures of the fucking ankle. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I've watched a few videos uh, to kind of figure out what happened on his ankle shit, you know, because there's the MMA for whatever. At the end of the day. um, they have the better personalities, right? They have, they make up storylines. You're like, ooh, I gotta kind of figure out what's going on here. And so McGregor, you know, everyone knows he's uh, lost what his last two fights. Is that correct? Before this one or something? But um, anyway, he lost this guy last time, and then uh, he broke his ankle or his leg. I think they actually was right yeah. above his ankle. And he went to step back, and that motherfucker fell. Well, and there's been a few. Th- at first, I thought um, because the guy he faced, Poirier. Um, he claimed that he checked a kick with his knee and that's what broke it earlier in the fight. And then people were showing that video all the time. of like, yeah, see that kick right there or checks what did it. But then more information's come out. Uh, I think I saw Joe Rogan talking about it where their trainer said he might've, he might've had a hairline fracture before the fight. They went and got it scanned, but it didn't, they couldn't see anything. Yeah. I've seen that today and say like, it was just weak. And then if they, they were like slow mowing all of his kicks and his shin just looked wobbly, like the whole, like way before you know, he stepped on it weird. And then you'll see the place he probably broke it because he goes to throw a punch, but he his back leg, which is the leg he breaks, isn't even on the ground. Like who would throw a punch without their back leg? Yeah, I don't know, you know, put, right. thrusting you or whatever. And it's like he's fucking not even putting weight on that. So he probably already is broke there. And um anyway, 
Conor McGregor is kind of annoying, I think. You know, that's where I'm at as a fan because I don't pay attention that much these days. But I know he's a big draw and people love him. So hopefully he gets back. Well, when he was doing, you know, like in just knocking people out, he was pretty exciting to watch. But then he he couldn't handle the fame. He went. Right. Well, I I mean, I think he just kind of. I'm only made the money, so I'm not saying he screwed up his trajectory. But to be the best MMA person possible, he shouldn't have done fucking two years of boxing. Or whatever. You know, like he yeah. spent so much time boxing that I think that's all he kind of cares about now. And I thought, uh, you know, all the talk about karma is really funny, you know, from all the other UFC guys about him. Because before that fight, apparently he said no takedowns. And he's the first one that shot for a takedown. And then said no submissions. And he's the first, only one that tried for a submission during the fight. And then he said he was going to be sending the guy off on a stretcher. And he ended up leaving on a stretcher. Yeah. It was like, that's really funny. <laughs> I kind of heard Porio was kind of lighting him up a little bit. I hadn't watched, like I said. Right. Uh, I I've think seen both the other side too. Yeah. I said, you know, I've seen you know Connor just didn't take it. He don't do that, but right. And uh, yeah, and, uh, there was a story. They would say, I guess you could say clickbait. And it was like, oh, uh, someone in Porio's corner threw a pebble under a marble. Yeah, that's yeah. All that. And then I also saw where people were uh, claiming his wife, Porio's wife, was texting Connor McGregor. Before well, the right, fight or something, I don't know about that. But right after the fight, Connor was like something, something about your wife. Like he was talking shit when Rogan was gonna get his interview. Yeah. Oh, Rogan was down there, dudes in pain, foot backwards, and you're still getting your fucking interview. I mean, the guy's conscious. Fucking Rogan, man. He's conscious. He's uh, he's lucid. It's better than when he talks to the guys that are fucking half knocked out and they're not making sense. Those are when I feel bad. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's obvious that's part of his contract is he has to do it. Rogan's great, dude. Yeah. Man, he's well. Speaking of Rogan, uh, I saw a funny video, and it might have been from that pay per view. I don't know, you know, but it uh, it was like Jones in the black. You know, the other announcer was like, "We got Jones in the black trunks," and uh, we'll say like Griffin in the white trunks, and then Joe goes, "Or uh, Jones, the black guy, Griffin, the white guy." And then the announcer was, and that was Joe Rogan. <laughs> like, trying to make sure that, like, you knew he was the one that said it. <laughs> Joe Rogan, don't give a fuck. <laughs> It was good. Um, let's see. Other random uh, shit I have here. I saw a funny quote on the back of a car that you might see driving around here. It said, Jesus loves you. Or if you love Jesus, Jesus loves you. John three sixteen. And I was like, now, if anyone memorized a Bible verse in church, at least around here, you memorize John three sixteen, And even paraphrased, John three sixteen is not... If you love Jesus, Jesus loves you. Yeah. It's all like God gave his only for begotten son. For God son. so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son that whoever, whoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Right. There you go. To me, that is not. If Church you love, background, baby. If you love Jesus, uh, Jesus loves you. Um, so that was annoying. And then I had a dumbass fucking missionary. So if anyone's out there and you're like, hey, I'm the type of person that's going to go to a fucking park and I'm going to stay in the parking lot and I'm going to wait till a person gets out of their car and then go up and try to handle a pamphlet about coming to church. You're a fucking idiot. Like, I don't know. And I just took it and I was trying to be nice to the little fucking three, four year old kid with him. And I just grabbed it and I was like, all right, cool. And he goes, what did you think about going to church? I said, nope, not happening. And he goes, you don't go. And I go, I grew up going to church and uh, that, that was enough for me. Oh, well, I think, and I just looked at him like, bro, you don't want to have this conversation in front of your little kid because I'm not to fucking be like, shut the fuck up. Quit talking <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, but I just crumpled up his thing and dropped it and was like, quit fucking passing out paper for people to litter on the ground at the park. That's what I think, motherfuckers. Like, I never heard it. He goes, you ever thought about church? You're like, no, I live in Oklahoma. I never fucking thought about church. Like, I think we all know what church is around here. Like, ain't no one going to tell you some of the park you don't know about a church. No like, kidding. Like, yeah, I got it, bro. I think I you got it. You can't go from one end of the <laughs> town to the other without hitting a church. Motherfuckers. And they're in America missioning. I'm going to go spread the word of Jesus in America. Yeah, because no one here has heard of fucking Jesus. Like, they need to go to another country if they want to do their shit. That's where I'm at on it. So, spread the word. To all the religious folk. <laughs> um, all right. Other random story I saw this week. Uh, it happened actually in 2019, but the video just came out. Um, but this uh, Salt Lake City police officer shot his third person. And uh, this was a kid. Again, 2019. They released a few, a little bit of footage beforehand, but they finally released like the full video footage of it all. Kid is handcuffed in a police department. One cop yells, he's going for my gun. Another guy comes in, goes, you're going to die. Says to him, you're going to die. 
like has enough time to do that, see what's going on, shoots and executes his fucking kill. That's yeah, not one of the proper three commands. You're supposed to say stop, stop, stop. You know, I mean, so, you're going to die. Wow. Handcuffs. Wow. Hands behind his back. And then they, as long as a cop yells, oh, he's going for my gun. Even if he was going to. It's such bullshit, bro. I watched this video because he's like, it's like a 30 year old guy, but he's like 140 pounds. You know, he was not a big guy, yeah. you know, and he's handcuffed. It's like if a cop can't not kill you in a fucking precinct. Then you're not. I mean, they'll kill you anywhere. Right? Like I don't. It's just something about it really got under my skin reading this story and watching the video. Um. So and then the fact it took two years for that to come out. They had to fight it. You know, they were going to go to court and file like not releasing that video. They were trying to get people not to release it because it might interfere with their investigation or something. Interference going to make you to call the truth. Buddy. I, it's such bullshit, man. <laughs> so why are people protecting people? I don't know. I don't get it. Um. You have any uh, good news in the world these days? Oh, good news? Oh, fuck. No, hell, I got a car. That's pretty much totaled. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Work's been good. Uh, had a had a weird customer yesterday. He just come in. Well, the day before, he called. Said, hey, you got them $100 ounces? I'm like, yeah. He comes in, and he, he wanted to look at this one particular. He's like, oh, that's all shake. I was like, Man, they were clearly, they were bigger than popcorn buds. Right. It was like the bigger one, bigger buds on like that shelf. I was like, all right, bet. I took the big bowl, got, went and got the big bowl, dumped it all out in the bowl, and one by one put little buds in there. <laughs> there wasn't no shake to start with. I was right. a smart ass. He takes it, and he comes in the next day, and he's like, he comes in, and he just starts talking shit. Well, 64 da 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 has this for sale. We'll go there. And I was like, well, you know, I was trying not to be a smart ass. The owner was standing right beside oh. me, you know. <laughs> and you know, well, ain't none of y'all shit no good anyway. If it ain't 25%, it's worthless. Exactly what he said. Right. I said, I couldn't tell you right now that, that wedding cake's going to knock your damn socks off. I don't know what to fucking tell you, bud. Yeah. And, uh, and then the, and he was just being a dick, and the boss was like, well, that's not true. And then she started playing terpenes, and he was just so. And then my, so my pre roast part, so I just came in and, I just walked around and started helping my suppliers and stuff. I was like, I'm done with this. Why are you going to come in talking shit? If the other place is open and you like their shake, go over there. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. You just come in talking shit. Like, that's how you're going to start my day. I'm not going to serve you. Right. Well, and it's weird. Now, people in other states, if y'all might have y'all dispensaries, maybe y'all's percentages are always spot on. Maybe when y'all go to the store, some shit says a percentage and it's higher than another one and it's always better. But I... It's going to be a long time until I trust any percentage in this state because I just don't believe them. Right. Right? I just don't. There's some shit that'll say 30% or something. You'll look at it and you're like, that shit is brown. It, I mean, maybe it was at one time something. I don't know. But not right now. Like, I don't know. It just doesn't matter. And now, and you can look and you can tell, you can see, uh, you know, all the little, the little white dustiness of a good nug, mm-hmm. you know, some shit like that. Um, that wedding cake y'all have, I would say is the best shit in town. I mean, I haven't tried everything in town, of course. When but, you're looking at the testing results, you have to look at the moisture. On which the bud contained when they got it tested. Anything lower than ten or twelve, they dried the hell shit without trying to raise the terpenes and right. And then also, I heard about people spraying it before they send it to testing with distillates and shit, and trying right. to get the numbers higher. And they say if different parts of the plants have different, you know, to higher the plant, the higher the yeah. nug is on the plant, the, the higher it is. Um, so you just can't. You can't believe that shit, but people do care a lot. I mean, I've been in plenty of dispensaries. Now you work with one where they come, they go indica, the highest percentage. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's what... So I'd say four out of five customers are number hunters right now. Yeah, it's crazy. And I, and I, I kind of chuckle every time. I mean, I am a little bit with concentrates because yeah. to me, that seems like you could trust those a little more because like the way, maybe you can't. Now, I know you look done some research and fucking some are, huge, some are way more in a gram and some are under. And Oh, yeah. Like uh, people, when you're buying your concentrates, I would pick three of the same flavor and tell them to put each one of them on the scale in front of you. You'll thank me. Yeah, so that's very apparently. Uh, I don't th- think the people scale uh, their weights. They just use a dropper, got a rhythm down them. They're usually pretty accurate, but hey, you know there's what, a lot of discrepancies. Do you know what July what seven ten is? Yes, I figured it out the other day. I did not <laughs> know. I had people asking me all day, "What are you doing for seven ten? I was like, "I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." Right. And I'm a bud tender, and I had to look like an idiot all day long. Right. I I was no this new 420? Clue. I mean, when, what is this? Well, apparently 710, if you turn it upside down, it spells oil. Oh, okay. So they're trying to make a concentrate day. All right. So that makes sense for what happened. July 10th is now oil day. 
Cool. I guess everyone apparently sixty four farms had a uh, ten dollar grams that day. Yeah, I, I went, didn't find out until it was. I mean, it was already closed. Right. I happened to go to Toppers and they said, "Oh, we have ten dollar grams of certain ones for seven ten. And I was like, "Okay." I don't know what seven ten is, <laughs> but I go. like it. I know. So I grabbed just I grabbed two because I didn't. I wasn't planning on it. You know, I was like, "Well, I'm here. I grab. You know, spend twenty yeah. bucks get a couple." And then I text Skinny and let him know, "Hey, people got ten dollar." Uh, Concentrates up here, but yeah, man, I had no idea what old I was broke anyway. But right, goddamn, I could have come up with twenty dollars. You got me through the week, right? You know, yeah, but uh, now I know what it is. I had to do some research and looking, stalking people's pages, figure out what the fuck they're talking about. Right, yeah, it's gonna. I kind of fucked up my weed renewal thing. Uh. I was doing so good. They haven't let me know yet, but I'm just waiting for them to say, hey, you fucked this up and redo whatever part. But the here's their flaw of the system. You may know this. They keep all of your old data, including your old doctor information, and then you have to change all that. And so I thought I'd change it all, but I missed one. Like the license number yeah. is for the old doctor and not the new one. So I'm sure they're going to catch it. Now, I sent them off also a f- copy of it. Yeah. So hopefully they'd be, they would be do me a solid. And they'll be like, let's just change this because here it is, obviously, in this paperwork. If not, it takes you an extra couple weeks, man. Right. So it's going to probably, it's going to be one of those scenarios where I'm probably not going to have a card for a couple weeks. Now, um, I have friends and I can figure it out, I'm sure. But another part of me is like, you know, it'd be really cool. A tea break, which I can never fucking do. Um so I might try to challenge myself to that, but I'm also in rapper mode at the moment. And I feel like there's like not a worse time to take a tea break than when I'm in rapper mode, you know, yeah. like I haven't been in producer. I've, I made a declaration. I was out of producer mode. until I get some goddamn songs and I haven't made it. Sorry. Any new beats. It's fucking weird. Um, and then this week, Oh, I didn't even get into it. This whole week we had Nisa and nephew come down and hang out. And that meant I didn't get to do any, I didn't, I haven't, I've done nothing productive in which I want to do. And it drives me nuts. And I just sit around being like, fucking week wasted. I'm going to fucking die probably in two years. And I waste the whole fucking week. Goddamn. Just sitting here and watching fucking little kid shows. And so, um, just so y'all know, that's thoughts go through my head. And, um, but one day we have, I'll be honest, I don't know the age of the younger one. Uh, our oldest niece came second, but our, our oldest nephew, I want to say he's six, six or seven, something like that. He came and stayed the night. And uh, he was excited about video games because last year our niece came and uh, she had told him about Pokemon. And I had a pretty good idea he wouldn't like Pokemon. He's just too young, right, to like yeah. kind of get it. And he's not that type of kid that um, I think would have been invested in like, let's read and you get a Pokemon. You know, Pokemon's kind of slow. It's an RPG, you know, if you let them know out there. And um, so I just thought we'll play some car racing games on the Super Nintendo I have. And I uh, played this game called Test Drive 2, which I fucking loved. Uh Test Drive 2. I think that's the name of it. Maybe I'm getting confused with something else. Um, anyway, I'm going to say it's called Test Drive 2. Um, fuck, I feel like it's wrong. No, I keep thinking about it. Not, not important. Play this goddamn game. And uh, Top Gear. Top Gear 2? No, no. Something like that. And uh, we play this game. It's fun as fuck. And then I was like, hey, I have a game just like this on PS4. And then I happen to just download it. And it's literally like they just remade this Super Nintendo game and called Horizon Chase Turbo. And it was like the same game. And so that was fun. So we played that a little bit. And then I realized uh, the racing part was just a little too much for him because he's a kid that hasn't played any video games. And uh, so I put it on Rocket League and just the free roam where you just drive around the fucking arena by yourself. And he did that shit for hours. So huh. just driving around with the car. And we're like, cool, that's something for him to do. And then um, something else forget about kids. You would know because you have them. They like to rewatch shit. You know, whereas in like me, I never rewatched. I mean, I rewatch, I guess, The Office. There's certain things I do rewatch. But like in general, I'm like, let's watch a new show if we got it right. And, uh, you know, but he was like, I brought a movie from home and where I'm going to watch this shit. I've watched a million times. And you're like, kids relax. Yeah. And I was too when I thought you think about it, but you don't remember it. And so we watched something called Despero. It's about this, this little fucking mouse. And um, anyway, it was a thing. And then. He's declared at one time that was enough TV time because at his house, they don't get to watch that much TV. And we were like, oh, man. So anyway, it was a that one was a long night. And then niece stayed. She was a little she is used to it a little bit. Right. So she we played a little Pokemon. So, yeah, kids that age, you can got kind of they require more attention. Right. And uh, when they get older, you know, 11, 12, they start requiring less. 10, 11, 12. Well, um, yeah. So anyway. We'll see if we have much more aunt and uncle shit we'll do. Maybe I thought it was going to come in every summer thing, 
but um, we'll see. We will see. Uh, it, get, it gets better every year, I think. Right. I'm sure it would. Uh, I mean, I'm like a, a stranger to them, you know, so like it makes it's easy a for me. Awkward, yeah. Right. Well, no, just like, I mean, Kubi's family or mine, you know, like I don't. I mean, you see me at family events. I don't really talk yeah. to a lot of people or whatever. I kind of keep to myself. And it's like that with people out, like in-laws even more so. Like I just sit there. I'm like, because Kubi doesn't want me to say anything that'll embarrass her. She's like, don't talk about politics and don't talk about, you know, this, this and this. And so I just, and she doesn't really say that, but I know she would be upset if I did. So I just sit there and try not to say anything that's going to piss anyone off because they're not those type of people. Whereas like if I'm at my mom's house, I'll say some wild shit and I'll say fuck like a million times. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I I have a great deal of freedom. You know, I know a lot of people, uh, they're like, I would never cuss in front of my parents or whatever because they're more respected. All that. The amount, uh, how much better my relationship is with my parents and my opinion since I got my marijuana card and since I'm just more open about like, hey, I make beats and rap and you podcast, all this shit. It's way better. Like, I don't know. I feel better, right. you know, like just being open and getting to be myself because I have for the most part, I kind of hide being myself around most people in the real world. And so I'm like, oh, that's cool. And I, it's worth it. It's worth them thinking I'm a fucking dirty mouth fucking heathen, you know, but at least they oh, accept me. My mom me still calls me and tells me she needs to wash my mouth out with soap. Yeah, I mean, maybe, you know, make up some better words. That's what I say. You know, have some better words and fuck and I'll use a better word. I say they're colorful adjectives. It makes the story better. Right. I feel you. It makes the storytelling so much better. It can. It brings passion it into it. I think some people sound bad cussing. So maybe some people think I sound bad when I cuss. You know, I've definitely listened to a story where someone sounds awkward when they say fuck, you know. I'm like, bro, just don't say it. It's not for you. You know, It's not for you. Um, but I feel like it's, it's normal. Um, I watched a fucking hour-long YouTube video today. So at work, I got addicted to TikTok, right? The itty-bitty titty committee was too good. I just fucking watched that video all that goddamn day. And... Um, uh, there's a lot of really good videos on TikTok. You know, I'm, I've, I've very much enjoy it, but my phone was going dead at work. And I was like, I got to quit watching so much TikTok <laughs> at work. And uh, so whenever I have time, I just watch YouTube on my computer at work. Like, oh, and, I, and I'm not a big YouTube person, right? Uh, in general, but I've found a few videos that I'm trying to like get into. Be like, well, this has this sounds kind of interesting. And I came across one. Uh, there's a video game called Daisy. Now I've never played it. It's um, one of these like survival. It's like Minecraft but realistic, you know, it's like there's servers and you're trying to survive because there are zombies, but other people can come and kill you and take your loot and you can team up with people. And I don't know. It's a whole fucking thing. It looked really fun. I've never played it. I probably will never play it. Cause I don't have online friends or a gaming PC or all this shit. But anyway, the name of this video, people have an hour to waste and want to get into some weird shit is called how we ran the richest cartel in Daisy. And it was this guy that him and his friends. And then goes to the whole thing of, you can grow, you make greenhouses on the game and you grow weed <laughs> and then you can sell weed to like for a lot of money to people or whatever. And so that was their plan. And there's like, you know, they start recruiting people and they have like a bigger little cartel and then other gangs in the server are trying to come take out their stash. And I don't know. It looked really fun. All right. And he kind of done it. He narrated, it was like 10 days of him playing the game and him streaming it. And he narrates it. And he's like, day two came and we were ready. You know, like, I don't know. He had like a good voiceover over it. And I was like, this is actually really entertaining for just using video game footage. You know, like I was interested in all their shit. And then the ending was pretty good where they, you know, they pull like a rebel move or whatever. And um, anyway, it made me want to play Daisy, even though I've never cared about those type of games. Uh, I was like, yeah, it looks pretty fun. If you had friends, you know, if you had a bunch of friends online, you're like, all right, we're a fucking gang on here and everyone has their job. And, you know, some people are cutting the wood to make the fortifications. Other people are going off. And and then one guy, you know, one part of the video was like, guys, I just found a helicopter. And they're like, we're on our way. And they all get in a car and they go to the other side of the map. And they're all trying to figure out how to get this helicopter operating. And then they get a helicopter and they're like, yes. And then someone steals our helicopter. And then they have to go find the gang. <laughs> like, it was just like, yeah, this looks super fun. It seems like a good time. Dang, they're learning how to run organized crime. Yeah, on these video games, man. Now, my thought was like, they obviously don't have any lives, any of these people, you know, like probably kids with not jobs and yeah. shit. Because they were like, so-and-so just texted me and said someone had a bomb at our base and then that log in real quick. And I'm like, well, if I was at work and someone was like, hey, I'm like, well, I, well okay. I guess they just I guess took out our. blown up, man. <laughs> Rivals I would not stop and drop at work. To be, no. Right. I, so I'd be like, well, I guess uh, these aren't necessarily made for me, which I've never been in MMOs. I always want to be, but um, I just have never found the MMO that grasped me that was like, this is the only video game I play now. You know, like maybe if 
Grand Theft Auto Five would have grabbed me better with the online. I could have got into it, but I just thought it was clunky and ugly, and I didn't like it at all. People love it. I mean, it's still going on. People like it. I just thought it was like, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of GTA Online myself. Well, I, I I didn't play online because like you said, it was always fucking ruthless. Just pissed me off every time I complete something, fucking get stolen from. So I was like, "Fuck it, dude." That's, I, I like offline game. I like offline story mode. Right, me too. Well, and that's my comfort. Some zone. rumors have actually been coming out about Grand Theft Auto Six. It won't be out till twenty twenty five. Was uh, what people have said, which is a long time since the last one. You know, oh, that's shit. that's crazy. And uh, I think the majority is going to be online. I don't know. There are rumors there might not be any offline single player, which is like. Well, there goes me playing Grand. Like, if there isn't a single player story or whatever, I just won't buy it. I, I enjoy care. single player story. Me too. I mean, and I don't see why they wouldn't just make both. Like, yes, they make way more well, money I, on the online. I've but- turned on the headset and talked with friends before, but I play in my own game, man. Right. So uh, we'll see how that goes. But the word is that it's going to be set in Vice City. You know, uh, they're Miami or whatever. And um, it's going to like every month. The the year changes or whatever you know like something yeah, like like, like like there's some sort of the the land will change through time i ought to make them drive from miami to san andreas yeah well i think san andreas has an island but oh like on a boat just the whole way yeah. that'd be pretty that, cool yeah. um so anyway we'll see what happens with grand theft auto i feel like they're gonna fuck it up but then again people thought red dead redemption 2 wouldn't be a story single player story game and it's the fucking longest one ever yeah to where I thought about replaying it. I downloaded it on my PS5 um, and I started it just to like walk around with John or whatever, you know, yeah. to go begin with. And I was like, F- ain't no fucking way I'm playing this game again. Yeah, I played that. But then I got to where you was doing the hunting challenges and it was all these special critters. There's this one. I, I got stuck on one. I couldn't find. So I started looking up where they was. I guess you could only catch them a certain fucking time of the day or I right. mean, it just randomly when they fucking spawn. So you just be looking for this for fucking ever. Yeah. I also, uh, I guess in video game news, uh, I did Platinum Returnal. So I, it is probably my game of the year for the, you know, which I haven't played a whole lot this year. Uh, very good. If anyone gets a PS5, I would recommend it. If they like a hard game, um, you know, with that whole alien shit and weird story and all that. I mean, it was very hard, very frustrating. I mean, Koopy, whenever I say I like it, she's like, no, you didn't. I was like, you don't understand. I didn't until I beat it. And then I was like, it's amazing. And I was like, but it's different. <laughs> Isn't that the one every time you died, you started back at the first? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. But after I beat it, I was like, well, I'm pretty fucking good. I beat this goddamn game. And then to get the platinum, you had to just keep going through and finding like, the collectibles on each level. And so, and that was all random. Like there's no way of guaranteeing it. You just have to start it and hope it shows up that time. And so, I mean, it was a pain in the ass the last week, but I was just so into it that I was like, I'm this far. Just don't get mad. And I didn't, I didn't get mad at all doing it. I was like, fuck it. I died or I got, I beat the game like 20 times because I would just go through like, all right, didn't find any that time. Got to restart. And I was just, so I got really good at it, you know, and it makes me feel like, well, I was pretty good. So now I feel like I need to play another like shooting game to kind of, use those skills um, that I've been harvesting and I've tried to play ratchet and clank, which is a fucking child's game that plays really similar to returnal, but it's easier. And then I go from returnal to ratchet and clank, but it's like, you know how puzzles are in video games where it's like, well, how do I get over there? And I'm like, God damn it. Can I just shoot everything? <laughs> like I'm just not in that mode to do platformy shit. So yeah. uh, we'll see. We'll see if I get to it. Um, Big brother is back, which uh, if anyone has, paramount plus that is what cbs all access changed to by the way for anyone out there that's curious um big brother i've watched in season one so i'm like a super fan of the show so i have to just watch it every year is basically what happens last few years i haven't loved it um this year i think has a lot of potential um so far i've only watched you know there's three episodes in uh very diverse cast i think it's like the most diverse cast ever had as far as like like the fewest white people more or less, I guess is your whole thing. And, uh, th- there's been some weird shit that I already, it makes me like, I might hate it where people, I they haven't shown us on the TV show, but the rumor is that if you're watching the live feeds, there's been certain people of color that have been trying to tell the head of household that they need to nominate white pe- a white man this week to go home and no women and no minorities because that's, what's fair. And I'm like, how do y'all not see how that's just rate? Like, that's just sexism and racism, just the other way. Like, how how is yeah, this lost on everybody? That's exactly what that is. And so, I don't know. I just don't like 
I mean, now Big Brother is society. I mean, that is part of the game, right? It's the the social aspect of it. So it is what it is. But it makes me think of like, this is going to be everything. I mean, like, for instance, Luka Doncic got announced. He was the NBA 2K, NBA 2K22 cover athlete uh, for the NBA because he also have a WNBA one. And I saw people bitching that, oh, you're putting him on there because he's wide. There's better black players in the league that y'all are overlooking. And it's like, no, it's because he's 22 and he's going to sell fucking copies in Europe that they don't ever sell fucking basketball yeah, you know, games just in. Playing a lot. He had a hell of a year, didn't he? He had a good year. I mean, they didn't. I mean, they made the playoffs, but I mean, he's on. So the arguments would be like, well, Donovan Mitchell deserves it. That's what a lot of people are saying. I'm like, I mean, maybe, I don't know, but like Luca's not trash. I mean, like, he's a really good player. And so, and they don't just put the best players in the league. It's a, a deal. Where, they where is he a from? Um, I, Lithuania. So he's maybe? not, so he's not even from America. Maybe Slova- hmm. Slovenia. I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, that, that's surprising since he wasn't even where a, a, U, a U.S. immigrant, you know? Yeah, oh, I can't believe I can't remember exactly where Dodge is from. Maybe it's mm, that's uh, a, Porzingis. That's, that's is pure killer of the skin right there. Right, it, right. They're from Eastern Europe. I mean, they're from places that are. They grew up worse than wherever you grew up in America. Yeah, you know, there was a good chance anyway. Like Eastern European countries are like fucking third world countries, basically for a lot of the population. Now I'm sure because he was good at basketball at a young age, he's probably been in a private school and all this shit to play basketball. I'm sure he was taken care of, but I'm sure he has. He comes from not the best part of the world. Yeah, I mean, y'all you act like he's an American white person, which you're kind of right. acting and like. To so, be honest. Basically, that, that comment just said skin color all over me. You know? Well, and percentage-wise, the amount of American white players in the NBA is so low that people, I think, could pull up some sort of like, well, this is unfair. Look, we, you know, you're, you need to account for this well, percentage. How many times? But no one does that, and they're never going to. Who was know? on there last year? Uh, For the cover, I'm trying to remember. I think it might have been Dame last year. I had the Kobe edition, so I'm not sure. Not they did a Kobe legendary oh. edition, and then I think Damian Lillard was the normal. So, okay. They they had co- people of color the last couple of years? No, forever. I don't think they've ever had so, a well, white guy yeah, what's the issue then? <laughs> I don't know if they've ever so had So, I guess white, white people are technically the minority in basketball people. I mean, that's, that's how we look at it now. And for, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird. And again, now, I don't think most people actually get worked up about that i think it's a very small percentage of people on the internet they get right. worked up and then they hope it turns into a thing so that they can tweet about it for a day and make their lives feel special or whatever but um i don't know it's just crazy way it works. and also like something i tweeted today and i thought it was really good i thought it was real original um you know you see these people in other countries like in cuba and hong kong they wave the american flag because for freedom you know and they're like they want freedom and democracy and then we have you know young kids in america waving communist flags while people in communist country wave American flags. And it's just like, everyone just wants what they don't have. They all think their own shit if sucks and they want the other, like it's just, everybody it's just, just wants to be part of the movement, a movement, right. any movement. Right. Me too. They're latching on to any movement they can. Right. Well, me and Kubi, we were talking about this a little bit earlier, uh, that kind of what I was saying. I was like, I had this tweet. I thought it was pretty good. And, um, you know, she says, well, young people don't really want communism. They want socialism. But we watched this thing. Uh, I think it was John Oliver, maybe, where he goes to Sweden and talks to people there. And they're like, well, you're socialist government. And Sweden is like, we do not have a socialist government. We have a capitalist government with social programs. Like, we just choose to use our tax money on these programs. And then... Young people in America look at that and they're like, yeah, they're they're socialists or communists, basically. And you're like, no, that they're so different. Like <laughs> these people you want to look at, they're not they're just not communists. You know, like, communists are like China, which is like fully communist. It's like a Hunger Games thing where certain districts do different shit. And you're like, and you're the farmers and you do this. And, oh, y'all get to live middle class lives, but you do not like, you know, China's kind of a weird fucking place at the moment. Um, I don't know. I just don't see why. I think capitalism also has issues. I think they all do. All the governments. I'm just like, I don't know why you'd want to go to a place where you wait in line for bread and shit. Or like, they're like, here's your right. Here's your rations for the week, sir. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't, I don't want to live in a world that gives me my rat. Cause I'm going to eat some extra shit. Like, as you can see. Anyway, fucking governments, man. And these goddamn kids and their revolutions. Oh, shit. Um, all right. I don't think I have anything else. I was going to mention, I've been watching this TV show on my antenna. We have this channel called Cozy. I think it's C-O-Z-I. And it's pretty fucking... It's a good antenna channel. You know, it's like channel 46.3 or something. And um, anyway, this TV show is on Everyday at Lunch called Emergency. And so I finally decided to look it up. Like, what the fuck is this show? And it was on from 1972 to 1977. And it it's basically like an early ER or something. Uh, top show. Like, there's these two firefighters that also are EMTs. 
and they answer medical calls and like that's all the show and it's like filmed old 70s style where it's like this building's on fire and then it's like a seven minute scene of people getting out of a building it's like you know we're now modern day like buildings on fire cut to after the building you know buildings put out here whatever like this is like no no we're gonna watch every floor and every person run down this building. and it's uh i don't know i find it very funny because how old it is and uh you know i looked it up they made it because 911 was just coming out around that time and it was made to show people how you could trust emts because people didn't trust ambulances at first thought that was interesting hmm like in rural areas they're like well i'm fucking getting in that no reason uh people where i come from said they wasn't gonna get in it because they couldn't afford it <laughs> yeah, i mean that's the honest truth it's yeah. like i can't afford it you ain't putting me in there one hundred percent. I've heard that. Um, I've heard that a lot. Me too. I've also never been in an ambulance, and I would plan on never. Being. I'd be like, if we can get me in the car, it's like a ten thousand dollar bill or something. I mean, if shit. y'all can just drop me there, uh, that will <laughs> make it work. Uh, so, all right, man. Um, I'm gonna try to stay in rapper mode and finish uh, up my my next project. Uh, but eventually, I got to make beats again. And outside of that, you know, podcasts. Hell so yeah. That's that's the life. But all right, peace, man. Peace. Makes beats.